Welcome to the Strategic Investor. Join us as we interview some of the world's most productive asset managers and uncover sophisticated and unique investment strategies in the markets. Here is your host, Charlie Wright. Hello and welcome to Strategic Investor Radio on octalkradio.net where we bring you investment strategies you are not hearing elsewhere. Today is August 19, 2016. I'm Charlie Wright. Thank you for joining us today and we're very pleased to welcome into the studio for the very first time Sean Wright, no relation, managing partner of Carden Capital headquartered in Solana Beach, California. Sean, thank you for coming into the studio and welcome to Strategic Investor Radio. Thank you for having me on, Charlie. So, Sean, Carden Capital is known for their unique investment strategies that you apply for institutions, mutual funds, private investors, advisors, etc. So, tell us, first of all, about the background of you and your other managing partner. I I was originally an investment banker when I started my career. And I went to Wharton Business School for my MBA. I then did private equity for a number of years until I got the entrepreneurial bug and started this company. And so that's how I got into the asset management field. Uh, my partner, Gavin, is a very smart man. He's a, he's a German guy who lives in Colorado. And uh, he studied at Oxford and then traded derivatives in London for a number of years. I uh, structured large derivative trades for multinational corporations. And then he moved to Colorado with his wife and got the entrepreneurial bug, as you can say, and that's how we became partners. Okay, so tell us about Carden Capital, uh, how it came about, and a bit about the strategies that you use. Carden Capital is uh, an asset manager that that I founded originally, and then later uh, Gavin became my partner. What we do is we, we focus on systematic strategies. So everything that we do has some sort of a, an algorithm, you might call it, or a, a computation behind it. We believe that by using models, we can take emotion out of investment decisions and thereby create better returns. What we try to do is basically achieve superior risk-adjusted returns over a cycle so that our clients can have a better experience. Okay, and so tell us uh, a little about your, your, your flagship or your most important strategy here. Right, so today we'll talk about two things. The first thing that we'll talk about is our strategy, which is called the Vol Prowler, and that is a long, short volatility trading strategy. And then I will talk also briefly about the Night Prowler, which is uh, a managed future strategy that we that we employ and that, that it's it's a very novel strategy that just trades in the night session of the futures market. So on the volatility, uh, the the vol prowler. Yes. Okay. So uh, you, you 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 trade the VXX. Is that what you do? Uh, we trade that and the XIV. XIV is the inverse of the VXX. Okay. So yeah. you don't short the VXX. You just you 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 trade the inverse. That's right. It's 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 a lot cheaper. And and you do this, uh, you know, every day, every month, every week. Uh, how frequently? Let's let's just put it this way: if you look at the strategy overall and the testing we've done, a little over sixty percent of the time you'll have a trade on. The rest of the time you won't have a trade on. You'll just be you know in cash, sort of waiting for the next signal to be given. And of those trades, most of those trades are short trades. So if you think of it this way, if the market is 
going up, which it does most of the time, that's a good time to be short volatility because volatility always moves inversely to the market. And then there are very brief time periods when things get really crazy, when we would want to then go long volatility. And those are times when you know the market's really melting down. Now, volatility moves at a much faster pace than the market does, right? So this has it got does. to be uh, a higher-risk stuff and uh, nail-biting uh, times, right? We don't necessarily view it that way, but that's because we don't put all of our money in the strategy. What we do is we use this strategy. It's a very potent signal because volatility, by its nature, is volatile. Right? Volatility as an asset class is volatile, right? And so... Uh, what we do is we don't make it, you know, we don't get nervous about it because we don't make it a huge position ever. We use it as a small piece that you can use around, you know, another asset class, for example, that augments what you're doing and increases returns, right? Okay, so it's a diversifier, basically. Not only a diversifier, I'd say also a return enhancer. So if, if I can give you an example, we, we work with a mutual fund family called Cavalier Investments, and we're a sub-advisor to a couple funds. One of the funds that we sub-advise is, their hedge, is the Hedge High Income Fund, uh, which we designed for them and we manage for them. And we use a small position in Vol Prowler to 10% roughly, in order to enhance the returns, right? It doesn't it doesn't really increase the drawdowns, but it enhances the returns because uh, you know basically that that small position you know can make a lot of money when you're in a strong market and you're shorting volatility. And then if you're having a really bad situation, as you know, Charlie, when markets get crazy, high yield basically trades like equities. It really, just trades like water. Especially and, the uh, from the energy industry, and so they, that's they got right. clobbered when the uh, energy prices declined. That's exactly right. And so when things were really crazy like that, then we might actually go long volatility, which then actually you know will probably make a little money while the market's going down. And so uh, I wouldn't say it's just a diversifier; it's also really an enhancer. It sort of you know will probably significantly increase the returns of that fund over a cycle and make them substantially more interesting than high yield. So what kind of signals are you using? Uh, we're not looking to understand the, the secret sauce here. Yeah. But do you use patterns, chart patterns? Do you use signals like stochastics and MACD and that kind of thing? The answer is yes, we do. I'm not going to tell you exactly. <laughs> sure, we wouldn't understand it anyway. Uh, I'm not going to. I'm not going to tell you exactly what we do. But let's just say we look at a lot of different signals, and uh, you know, both with you know inside of and outside of the volatility market itself, we've spent a significant amount of time developing these strategies and going through many different versions of the model testing extremely carefully both sides and making sure that we were never in any danger of, of curve fitting such that you know we could be sure that our that our algorithms were robust and yeah that's that's about all I'd like to say about okay. that. <laughs> yeah. That's all right. That's all right. Yeah. But these are sophisticated algorithms here that's that right. we're talking about. Mm -hmm. You're yeah. not talking about anything simple here. That's right. It's it it's, would be nothing nothing simple like hey if the VIX is above yeah. this go long and if it's below this go short or vice versa. Right. You know, 
trust me, that doesn't work. <laughs> yes, we've most of us have found out. Here. That's right. Yeah. Okay. So, so I'm I'm having a little difficulty recognizing the place this plays in a portfolio. Well, so let me give you an example. There's another fund that we subadvise, which is uh, the Cavalier Multi Strategy Fund, and we only do you know we're we're one of several managers in that fund. And we have, you know, we speak for roughly 15% of the capital. And so, you know, our vol prowler piece fits into that fund and, and enhances the returns, uh, but it's not the entire fund, right? You know, in, in the high yield fund, again, the vol prowler piece is speaking for about 10% of the fund, and the rest of the fund is just high yield and, and, and some hedging. And, and so, you know, people can get their dividend, for example. Uh, from their notes, uh, and hopefully in a, in a manner that's a little bit smoother than typical high yield. And then we just, you know, we put in, you know, a vol prowler sleeve to kind of round it out, make the returns higher, enhance them, lower the correlation a little bit more. Does that make sense? Uh, it does. It does. Can you tell us, in terms of frequency and magnitude, basically how it has performed? Uh, do you have a frequency number that it's been accurate 65% of the time or 42% of the time or something? It's, it's, it's not accurate. It's, it's definitely accurate more than it's not accurate, but it's, it's not 65. It's more, it's more like around the 60 level. Okay. And, uh, and, and basically, the signals, you know, when they come, I'd say we probably, you know, on an average year, we're probably going to be in and out of a position maybe you know, 10 to 15 times. So there's 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 some decent turnover in there. As you can imagine, like I said before, volatility is by definition a volatile asset class. And therefore, you need to be able to move quickly. And you never want it to be a big position in your portfolio. But having just a small position in it can really, you know, do some great things for your portfolio without really adding much at all to risk. Well, that's interesting. And, and trading volatility is, again, uh, not for the faint of heart, but not something that's done by very many people. That's true. So uh, we need to stop and take a short break here, Sean. So uh, we're, uh, we'll be right back. We're talking with Sean Wright, managing partner of Carden Capital out of Solana Beach, California. You're listening to Strategic Investor Radio and octalkradio.net. Stay with us. We'll be right back. According to the consulting firm Strategic Capital Allocation Group, every decade since 1900 has experienced at least one bear market, and several have experienced as many as three. So how do we protect our principal from these declines without missing the gains when prices rise? At Strategic Investor Radio, we interview asset managers with unique strategies designed to both protect and grow your investments. Investing is not rocket science. It's rocket fuel if you know how to harness it. For podcasts of our interviews, please visit us at strategicinvestorradio.com. And now back to Charlie and his guest. Thank you, Paul. Again, we're talking with Sean Wright, managing partner of Carden Capital out of Solana Beach. So uh, we're talking about your Vol Prowler strategy here. It's a bit unclear to me at this point, Sean, 
who are your clients and exactly what are you doing for them? Uh, you're a sub-advisor on some mutual funds. That's Do you correct. have individual clients? Do you have advisors that, that you send them signals or do you manage the money for them? Who are your clients and how do you benefit them? So our clients are uh, obviously the mutual funds that we sub-advise. And we also deal with high net worth individuals and we manage separate accounts for them. But uh, as I said, you know, certainly if somebody, you know, wants some vol prowler, we think it's a great strategy, but we always recommend it as something that augments an existing strategy. So if a client says to us, hey, you know, I'd like you to, you know, do some, you know, manage some equities for us, we can say, okay, great, we've got a model for that. Would you like some vol prowler in addition to that to kind of round it out, you know, enhance returns? We'd say, yes, we'll do that. Okay. Thank you. So let's move on to the uh, second question, the, the second uh, strategy here on managed futures, what you call the night prowler. Correct. This is a very unique strategy that we developed. It's it's our, our sister company, Cardin Futures, actually, that manages that, that is a licensed uh, commodity trading advisor. And what we do there is we trade futures in the night session. We trade S&P and 10-year treasury futures at night. And let's just say uh, there are some patterns that we've discovered that are prevalent in the night session. And yeah, they're, they're, they're nice to trade. And then why do you do the night session? You don't do the day session at all? Or is it primarily the night session or exclusively? No, no. We're, we're trading exclusively at night. And, and that's because because we know how to make money, then Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so there are certain certain uh, patterns and things that occur at night that uh, you haven't found that really occur in the daytime, huh? That's correct. That's correct. And and you know, look, there's obviously less liquidity at night as well. So it's I mean, although the the instruments we're trading are are two of the most liquid markets in the futures market overall. So there's still plenty of liquidity at night, but it's just not you know, massive amounts of money like it is during the day. Right. So are you trading in the equities markets only? Are you doing currencies, commodities? We trade We trade the S&P 500 futures, and we trade the U.S. 10-year Treasury futures at okay. night. Okay. And um, how long have you been doing that? We've been running this strategy for about a year now. Okay. Yeah. And we, we, we started before that with our own money and then um, just to, you know, kind of make sure things were working. And then we we started accepting outside money and, uh, you know, growing it. And I guess maybe I could just tell you something that's sort of interesting about the strategy. We were talking a lot about volatility earlier in this interview. The thing that's interesting about this strategy for us is that it is a strategy that thrives on volatility. So... It tends to make the most money when markets are volatile. And it doesn't necessarily lose money when markets are not volatile. It just doesn't make as much. So we think this is a good strategy, especially kind of for the time that we're in right now, the kind of market where we're in, where most people are scared. We've had a market now that's gone up for the last eight years, which is almost unheard of. And, you know, if you're looking at something, you're like, okay, well, this strategy, for example, it's inversely correlated. It has a correlation of like negative 0.3 with the S&P. So it's inversely correlated. You know, the return streams are inversely correlated, yet they are positive, right? So 
if you said to yourself, okay, would this be a good diversifier in my portfolio? For most people, the answer is yes, because yeah. most people are just long, and it's great to have something that can make money when markets are going down. And um, you know, a lot of people just don't have that in their portfolio, so we think it's a it's a good diversification element for them. And so, are you both long and short, both for the Treasuries and the SP five hundred? I won't go into the exact specifics of the trades we're making, but I mean, can you be short? Yeah, we can be short. You can be short, right? Okay. We can do we can do various things with these trades. Uh, the interesting thing that I will tell you uh, about this model is that it has a very high hit rate. Most we, about two thirds of the trades end up being profitable, which is a really a really good number, Charlie. Uh, that, that's a strong strong uh, number. Yeah, normally on a, on a normal trend following model, just to give you an example, you know roughly one third of the trades might make money. And then you just end up, you know, hopefully that, you know, hoping that you're going to hit a long trend at some point, right? Right, right. Yeah, this one works a little bit differently. Well, that's interesting. So, mm-hmm. uh, have you been pleased with how it works and uh, everything here? Yeah, we have. We've been really pleased with the performance, and we've been, you know, getting quite a lot of interest from uh, from from investors, from wealthy investors, who are looking at this and investing in it as a hedge. Specifically because, you know, they might be, for example, long, you know, equities or long debt or long real estate. And they know they're, you know, massively exposed at the end of the cycle, but they're having trouble finding good product that can, you know, protect them and enhance their return profile. So that's how we're, you know, that's how we're getting them. And it sounds like you're building upon your expertise in the area of volatility. That's true. I'd say Cardin Capital as a whole probably understands volatility better than most people. This is prob- this is definitely one of our core strengths. Well, I can tell you from personal experience and from, uh, you know, c- coming on 200 interviews and the like, volatility is not well understood out there. And uh, it's, it's a real challenge. And uh, you typically uh, do not uh, want to uh, just be a long volatility here. And uh, you can get hurt very badly if when you're short volatility. So uh, That's right. You surely can. It's a real challenge here. Yeah. So, so Sean, uh, a question we like to ask all of our guests here is what keeps you awake at night? Well, for me, whenever I think about any of our strategies, I guess the thing that always you know concerns me the most is what kind of catastrophic black swan event could happen that could cause great mm-hmm. loss. And I don't really know how to protect against nuclear war, but we talk about it. It, it worries me. I think real massive human catastrophe is the kind of thing that just really scares me. And it's, it's, it's something that you can, you can only plan for so much. Yeah, and today we seem to be more vulnerable uh, because of technology on the hacking side, because of terrorism, you know, because of high-frequency trading and how the whole system is so automated and the like. We are so much more vulnerable uh, than, you know, we were 30 years ago. That's, that's, that's definitely correct. And, uh, and, and we seem to have more enemies than before, or at least those enemies are able to create more havoc for us. That's right. Than they could before. Mm-hmm. So no question about it. Uh, I think many of us uh, 
are very concerned about that. Right. Second question we like to ask is, what book on investing would you recommend for our listeners? So there's a book uh, that Joel Greenblatt wrote about 11 years ago. It was called The Little Book That Beats the Market. Very. I, I read it when it first came out. Yeah. Uh, I love that book. It was my first introduction to systematic investing. And I think if anyone wants to understand you know, just for the layman, you know, who might be listening, who really doesn't have time to, you know, ever design his own strategies, but is interested in just getting a little glimpse into the potential power of a systematic investing strategy, that's a good book to get started. Again, it's it's a simple strategy. It's not a great strategy, but it's a cute little book, and, uh, you know, it's easy to pick up and get through, you know, in an hour or two. Well, uh, it's a world apart from the strategies that you guys have. That's correct. <laughs> There's no correlation between those two at all. No question That's about correct. it here. Yeah. He's a fundamental investment guy, and you guys are anything but here. And uh, so that, that's very interesting that you would you would recommend that here. So give us a website for those who would like to know more. Our website is cardencapital.com. It's C-A-R-D-E-N capital.com. Okay. And final words for our listeners here. I would like to encourage the investors to explore systematic investment strategies and really to avoid discretionary managers. It's the number one recommendation I make is stick with the model. Yeah, and and, and many of us have, have discovered that the hard way over the years here. So, Sean, thank you very much for coming in today here to the studio. We appreciate your input, and we wish you and Cardin Capital all the uh, best fortune in the world. And, again, it's a worthy cause. If you have a, a, an investment with that negative correlation to the S&P 500 and you're investing in long and short in volatility and then in the, the credit U.S. Treasury and the um, S&P 500 markets in very unique ways but really focused on volatility, you have a very unique strategy, a unique uh, ability that uh, and capacity that most people don't have and unique focus and we hope things go well for you thanks for joining us today thank you very much charlie so again we've been talking with sean wright managing director of Carden capital out of solana beach california today's august 19 2016 thank you very much for joining us this is charlie wright wishing you an enjoyable week and productive investing You've been listening to The Strategic Investor, your source for compelling investment strategies from some of the most productive asset managers in the industry. For unique investment strategies, visit us at strategicinvestorradio.com. Investing is not rocket science. 